Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gonna have a great What a guy. And when you take out your Bible. So once you get that, we can begin. Um, it's it's a beautiful proverb. It's one that's going to help us, you know, in everyday living. Uh, so once we get that proverb 16, we're going to read it together. Okay, let's begin. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirit. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts 
shall be established. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone that is proud in heart is an, an abomination to the Lord. Go hand joined in hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. I'm in chapter 16 of Proverbs. Now I'm going to verse 10. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. It is an, an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. In the light of the king's countenance, <clears throat> excuse me, in the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen? Than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction, and in haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the fall with the proud. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whosoever trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Wow. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb sweet to the soul and health to the bones. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is as a burning fire. A forward man 
sower strife and a whisperer separated chief friends. A violent man enticeth his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to devise forward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we need to meditate on that scripture. We can read it again. You know, it's good to read that because it gives us a little direction on how we should handle ourselves in our daily life and for us to really check ourselves to make sure that we are lining up with the Word of God, to make sure that we're putting God first, to make sure we're operating in love and wisdom and the fruits of the Spirit, to make sure that, you know, our ways are Christ's ways, not just our ways because we think they're right, but because they're lining up with the Word of God. Because it says so right in the Bible here, you know, um, that a man's ways, he may think it's right, but it could lead him unto death if it's not lined up according to the Word of God. And I'm paraphrasing it. We just read it, you know. So that is very important, you know, in this hour to definitely make sure you're lining up with the will of God, with the Word of God, being in the center of his will and everything that you do. And it's a process. You know, we're all on this path together, living, learning, loving, moving forward. Some of us are more, uh, the term, evolved than others. And, and some of us are just learning, you know. So much we have to learn and so much we're seeking to learn because you never arrive in Christ. You never come to the point of the fullness. Um, Christ just becomes perfected in us each and every step of the way, but you never arrive. So it's, it's good to know that we have the scriptures always, and you should always be in the Word of God, you know, um, daily, because there's so much wisdom, as you know, in it. And tonight I'm going to have a special guest on. Um, he's going to share his testimony. He's a very good friend of mine, and he wants to share his testimony. And I believe he's on the line um, if he is, I'm going to introduce him because um, I see a caller on the line, and I'm going to introduce him. Um, his name is Michael Richmond. Caller, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Turn your your um, put your phone on speaker or turn it up so we can hear you better. Well, great. I'm glad that you are on the line, everyone, you know, greetings. This is Michael Richmond. Greetings, Michael. How are you? God bless you. Good to have you Thank on. You. Thank you for having me. It is indeed a pleasure. Thank yes. You are you on speaker? No, I am not. Is you that need me to be on speaker? Yes because that way you'll come in a little bit clearer for the audience, everyone that's listening to hear you. Are you are you on? I thank you so much, Michael, 
for being willing to share your testimony of the goodness and the greatness and the love of God and how he has been able to um, come into your life, how he's able to been able to transform you into the man of God that you are. And I'm just thankful that you're willing to share it because by you sharing your testimony, this will not only edify one another, but it'll even strengthen your faith in Christ. As always. As always. So to God be the glory. And if you'd like to begin, you know, to share your testimony with all the, the believers, the saints, and the seekers, you know, we're ready to hear it. To God be the glory. You can just begin to flow with your testimony. So first and foremost, before you do, I just want to ask you, are you saved? Yes, of course. It is imperative to be. (laughs) Imperative, definitely. And so basically, that's a testimony right there. (laughs) That's a a testimony right there. Yes. So just, just one other question. When Christ came alive in you, how did you how did you know? Um, how did you know? Well, um, as we had an earlier conversation, I wouldn't say that he uh, came in alive in me. He's always been in me. I recognized it at an early age of about eleven, and I just noticed that my thoughts were a little more mature than most that were around me. So. I give him the credit, and it has been evident from people and me having to minister to people on different occasions. Uh, oftentimes, those older than me and have always been drawn to uh, the older crowd, so to speak. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, so um, once you recognized that you were more mature and people were drawn to you through your leadership, how how important do you feel that it is to begin to share who Christ is in you with others? It is extremely important because people need to know and realize that he is alive in each and every one of us. And sometimes we go through things or may encounter things that, you know, just the smallest or simplest word can, you know, turn on a light or give you a different path or different thought to take a different direction. Because as I, I generally like to state to most people, you know, it takes a split second to uh, take a life, and it also takes the same split second to change a life. That's very true. That is, and, and sometimes it's just by how you represent yourself that can save a life and change a life, you know, exactly. that can attract someone to you, even want to know who your God is, you know, which exactly. is true. So you want to begin to share your testimony because um, I'm sure that you that's why you're here. You want to share it. And um, another thing, before you came to Christ, were you always in the church? Like how old were you when you came to Christ? I was got involved in the church probably around, I would say, eight years old. Of course, it was mandatory back in those days with the type of family that I had. I come from a family of... Uh, ministers and teachers, so uh, I really didn't have much choice in the matter, but I, like I said, I did recognize that I had a special uh, gift and told throughout the course of my life that I always had a special calling, in which uh, it is always good to hear, but not necessary to reinforce because I know, you know, 
God is definitely with me and in me each and every day. I could not function not one moment or second without knowing that, you know, he is orchestrator of my life. And um, And you feel that it's important for people to remember, like, the process of, of, of being a new believer or being a Christian, you know, and just what God has brought you through. And it's important to remember that. And as, as you begin to share your testimony, can you tell me um, what was so drastic about then and now? Because you said you got saved at so young. So obviously you getting saved very young didn't mean that everything was going to just run smoothly, as we all know, as being a Christian. So you no, definitely not. Definitely not. You, you're going to encounter much more uh, negative activity and more obstacles when you uh, first accept Christ and anyone who, who just comes into or under the umbrella of Christ should know that there's going to be some very, very trying times in the beginning. But it does indeed get easier over time the more um, you build and strengthen your own faith. But you also have to keep in mind uh you know, he also, or in the Bible, he refers to us being babes in Christ. And your growing process is very much that as, a, you know, you and your, your human form. You have to be a baby. You have to go through the process of learning to crawl, walk, and, you know, babble before you can talk. So you can expect the same process in growing because, after all, Christ is life. And he's forming, and and I like the I like the way you compare that. That that is a good parallel because you know we're learning again because we're born again, and being born again, you're gonna have to learn new ways of being and living, you know, according to his will and way. And so even when you're crawling and you learn how to stand, and if you fall, you get back up, and you keep still trying, keep still walking. You know, you might fall again, you get back up, and then you learn to, you know, speak, you know, yes, and then you learn to communicate and share through relationships with others. You know, that process, you're able to share who you are in Christ through relationship, and, and then you begin to use your creativity that God has given you to bless the world around you, you know, but it's still a constant process of, you know, trial and error, you know, but God still is there, you know, because, you know, you're still in the household of God and he's still there, either holding your hand or leading and guiding you. And so I just like the way you, you put that, like, as a baby, because it's so obvious. The obvious sometimes we can overlook because you're born again and then right. you have to be like a baby. But that's, so that's interesting. Um, so, um, so it is a challenge then. It's definitely a challenge. Being it a is a constant challenge because you always have to keep in mind that we are constantly being tested. And, you know, a lot of people like to give the devil a lot more credit than he deserves. So I prefer to give it to God because I'm, I'm looking forward to his challenges in order to, to grow because it is hard to grow without a challenge, you know, just as it, it would be to become educated without studying. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, and and then we know the father who who the father chastens he loves 
you know, so it's almost like if everything went smoothly, you'd wonder if you're actually moving in the will of God, <laughs> if you're doing anything right, if it's going too smoothly for you. Well, so, so that is it. Smoothly, chances are you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, true. So how do you feel people can nurture that relationship with other people, like, um, well, basically of, like, sharing their faith, sharing their testimony. Like, you share your testimony now. Tell me what, it, what has God done for you that, you know, you really want to share with others to let them know that God is a living God. Well, I, I don't think you have that much time on the radio, but I'll try to cover as much as I can in a short period. Okay. Um, what would you like? He's, he's done so much for me. I mean, I've had friends, I have lifetime friends, um, that are, I guess we'll say, closer than family to a degree. And it it comes from your actions and being um, true to yourself, first of all, because you must definitely love yourself before you can love anyone else. But if you're true to yourself and you're being honest and, you know, always being kind and, like I said, being willing to share your testimony or, you know, give words of encouragement, it's quite often simple things that make the biggest difference. A lot of people tend to uh, get tied up in material things, and that's not necessarily the the best thing to to do because they can easily be taken away. But you always need someone else, even if it's just for a sounding board or, or like I said, someone to extend an encouraging word. Yes. So coming to Christ, for you, that was a test. Was that something that you weren't able to do before, or you find that relationships are better for you because you're a Christian? Um, Because as a Christian, you know, we need to have relationships with each other, but first and foremost, we need to have a relationship with Christ. So you're saying as a Christian that um, through coming to Christ, you're better able to relate with others? Is that what you're saying? I would say it definitely reinforces. I never had a problem actually relating to people, but it definitely makes you more solid and sound and being able to relate because you're not, you know, so easy to get caught up in simple things. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's true because you see the value in the principles of God from the Word of God and the value of the soul. You, You see the value of the spirit of God in each and every body, so that way you're able to relate better with people because you see the God in them. You see the Christ in them. Even if they don't see it yet, you know that Christ is in everyone, the whole glory. So then you're able to not see only that. Not only do you, you, you see it, but you also live it. I mean, if it's alive and there's a light in you, the light will attract, you know, even the moth. So we as people being uh, more intelligent than the moth, at least we would hope, that we will be drawn to the light. Of Christ in you, which well, is great, which is well, great. Christ with you, yes. Yes, well, to God be the glory. Well, that's great. Um, any other testimonies you want to share of, of God in your life? Uh, like I said, there are so many. I'm, you know, I'm at a loss to, to know where exactly to start. But, uh, I mean, just for instance, me coming to New York, uh, it's on the basis of helping someone, helping a friend, and, you know, being here. And God has blessed me in many, many ways being in uh, New York City. 
for instance? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little uh, choked up because it is a uh, a long story, but there was some very trying times uh, when I first came to the city. Not that it was, you know, in a sense, you okay, know. Okay, well, let you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, let the court, let let everyone hear. We we want to hear your testimony. We want to hear what the trying time is. We want to know because um, looking at you and talking to you, you would never think you've gone through anything. So it's important for people to know and and share their testimonies because it edifies other people and lets them know that God is a living God and God will bring you through any and every situation as long as you put your trust in Him. So by you sharing it, you know, if you will humbly do so, you know, it'll, I'm sure it will bring deliverance and edification and healing to somebody out there that may be listening, you know. Yeah, well, I'll, to God be the glory. Like you say, if to look at me and to talk to me, you don't think I've gone through anything. That is definitely a testimony within itself, uh, and I, I appreciate the compliment. Um, but as I was saying, um, when I first came to New York, um, I actually arrived in New York uh, with about $40 in my pocket. And, you know, by the grace of God, he uh, allowed me to meet a couple of people who uh, opened up their home to me. And within, I would say, three weeks' time, I had a job in which I netted $4,000. And um, to make a long story short, from that $4,000 came, you know, several other jobs following, and I've pretty much been self-employed for almost eight years, and all that has been due to uh, word of mouth, again. And like I said, it's it's basically the simple things. If you uh, allow the light to shine within you, other people will be drawn and attracted to it, and, and they can't miss it. And it's an example as um, speaking to your neighbors, because I was talking to a friend just the other day, and he was stating how, you know, you never know this day and time. Everyone's on guard because of all the different crazy things, but that should be uh, a minor obstacle, paying attention to what's actually going on in the world if you are really walking your spiritual walk. You don't worry about it. Your faith is in God and should always know that he is with you and also protecting you. You are his soldier. But he was stating that if you don't even know your neighbor, you know, he may be the one that you may need to call on one day to actually get you out of a situation. And he's right there, but you may have to feel you calling all the way across town or calling, you know, someone that you know or feel you can trust from across the state or in another state when your neighbor's right there. And it's just as simple as saying good morning or hello or, you know, helping them with the groceries in the house or what have you. Like I said, it's the simple things that mean the world a difference. And it only takes a minute to, you know, say a couple of words. Uh, just as simple as God is good or it's a beautiful day today to get them to open up and, and put the guard down for just a second to find out who you are. Amen. That is this. That's true. Just the simple things. <laughs> Just right. the simple things. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. But I find, uh, and I'm constantly dealing with this every day. I find it challenging and also funny 
because I, I'm constantly being told that um, the way I look or may appear to some people, they would never guess I'm as humble and as spiritually sound as I am. But that's all in perception of what you might think in, in view of someone. You can never judge a book by its cover. That's why it's better to open it and read. And that is also related to opening your mouth and speaking to say hello or good morning and acknowledge that, you know, just because you say so, uh, someone may be expecting something back from you. That's probably one of the worst mentalities that I've ever experienced in my life. And I must say it, it, it bothers me deeply. However, I accept the challenge of, you know, being just one if I'm the only one that, you know, doesn't mind overcoming that obstacle and, and saying hello even if the person frowns because, you know, it really doesn't take any strain. It's not putting any strain on me to say hello. If you don't respond, I think it's more more strain on them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see your point in that. So relationship is key here. Relationship is so important. And God wants us, because in the Bible, love thy neighbor as thyself. We are to relate <laughs> each other in love and everything that we do. And I believe Jesus even said, if you love me, then feed my sheep. You know, so therefore, you know, everyone it encompasses. So if we love God, then we're supposed to love others, and we're supposed to show the love of God through our actions and our deeds, our words, when we deal with just our neighbor, like someone as simple as next door across the street or, you know, wherever we may travel. You know, like we're right. always mindful of that. And that is so – that's – that's very true. So relationship is important. So in order to have a good relationship, you, you need to love yourself first, I believe, because exactly. when you can love yourself, then you can be willing to share of yourself with others. Exactly. And it's actually hard to uh, have a good, strong Christian uh, relationship or spiritual relationship with God if you don't love yourself because you're going to be drawn into all the negative things and activities and your mindset will never be balanced and be right without loving yourself first. For to love Christ, you must love yourself. Because Christ is within us. And and when you're open and humble to, enough to receive of him, because you want to, if you love yourself, then you're going to be open to receive all the goodness and the grace and the love that God has for you, you know, right. and you and you're going to be yielding unto him because God is going to yield himself unto you. So that is, that is a very good point, you know, and that's something a lot of us overlook every day, and even some Christians. But even in Ephesians, it says, Ephesians 5, verse 2, it says, And walk in love as Christ also have loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. You know, and and it's important with that because... That is indeed the perfect scripture. Say that again? I say that is indeed the perfect scripture. Yeah, and we're all one, you know, and so we have to see the Christ, like, like that's on the Jesus in me, love the Jesus in you. You know, like you have to see the Jesus because God looks at the heart anyway. And that's that's really good. That testimony is good. Um, so do you have any more testimonies of how God has, you know, like been 
so great in your life? Well, he's, um, I would say, like, he's been great in so many different ways. And uh, I guess the most powerful one is uh, being as I, I work with so many people in, in a particular program that are our own drugs and whatnot. I'm, I'm so thankful that I never actually had a knack for drugs or alcohol. Um, and I talk to people all the time, and they find it amazing that I've never been a drinker, smoker, or never done drugs of any type, never even had the desire to. And I attribute that to me coming and recognizing uh, Christ, like I said, at an early age. So uh, that and, can and be... It's not by power, but by my spirit. So it's also the grace of God, too, that allows for you, you know, to stay in his loving grace and, and for your walk to be that way. Because we all have different walks, but that's awesome there. That's right. the testimony right there. Especially you telling me you, you were um, around, you, you work with a lot of people that use drugs. And um, how did you grow up? So you grew up in a Christian home. Oh. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home, but, you know, even Jesus went uh, within the midst of them. And like I said, I was always drawn to the older crowd, so to speak. So some of the guys, uh, one of the guys in particular who actually turned out to be uh, one of the greatest friends, uh, I would I often call him an adopted father because he really mentored me. He had a uh, very heavy drinking habit when I first met him, but he was able to teach me how to be an auto mechanic, and he always, uh, you know, tried to steer me in the right direction. And, of course, you know, with him being a heavy drinker, he had a lot of friends that drink, and I was around a lot of times when they got uh, wild and carried away but was still mature enough to, you know, keep my head and not get caught up in that type of thing. And I, I credit God for giving him sense enough, even though he would get, you know, drunk on occasions to still have the mindset, you know, to keep me from being involved and, you know, have me also watch his back, so to speak. Wow. Yes, well, that's that's amazing. Uh, We have another caller on the line. Let me find out who this caller is. I see number 770 on the line. Um, A caller... would you like to introduce yourself? Do you have any questions? Do you want to share your testimony? Um, I would like to share a brief testimony. Actually, my name is uh, Brian Craig. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I've only been living here for three weeks. And uh, I must say that, uh, um, well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Uh, oh, hey. God be the glory. Uh, Prophetess on Carmen, and uh, I'm not sure what the guest's name is, but I um, appreciate it. Michael Richmond, and a God. Uh, blessings to you both. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, before I get on my testimony, um, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I'm at, at this particular point in my life, I think I need Christ more than anything. I can't depend on nobody else uh, because if I depend on a man, I would definitely be let down. And uh, just a brief testimony, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I was born in 1980. Um, I lived with my mom for the first eight years of my life, but uh, – the last two years I spent with her, I didn't see her because she abandoned me and my sister that she supported a drug habit. Uh, and so I never saw her. She was always gone. And when I did see her, I would wake up in the middle of the night and she was shooting those drugs with like 10 guys in the living room. And I was exposed to a lot of 
ugliness at a very, very young age. Um, you know, how I had to go to school, do drug infection, uh, neighborhoods and all that stuff, being shot at and had stuff thrown at me and, and was knocked unconscious because uh, some kid decided to want a dog walk at me and hit my head and knock me unconscious. Um, I went from that environment to live with my auntie, uh, from that environment to being in total worst environment where I was totally isolated, I was rejected by almost every member of my family. And as I was growing up, I dealt with rejection all my life. Uh, I was always told I was never going to make it through high school or, or you're never going to amount to anything or you're never going to get married or blah, 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 that. Things, evil things were spoken into my life. But I stand here and tell you or anybody that's listening right now that the power of the dream, the power of the vision. Since I was eight, nine years old, God always told me what I was going to be and where I was going. And he, oh, and he would show me through dreams and visions. And I must say that everything that he showed me either has already come to pass or in the process of coming to pass. Amen. And, and I'm the only person I can just thank right now is him because he's the one that got me through. Like I told you, I was rejected by my family. They didn't want me to be a part of them. They wanted, they wanted to have anything to do with me. And the person I could think that I, the life that I lived by was Joseph and um, yeah. Genesis because Joseph was rejected by his brothers. He was thrown in the pit. But God made him a king above all nations. <laughs> and so I just thank God for that because I see God's going to use me in a mighty way. And I want to just say anybody listening right now that, hey, you may be going through right now. Uh, a lot, You know, you may be rejected or people might not like you for what, the way God made you. But stand firm on what God has made you. And don't, it don't matter what nobody say. It doesn't matter what nobody say. Because if you stand firm to God, it doesn't matter what nobody says. God will supply every single need. Amen. To God be the glory, my brother. What is your name again? Um, my, name is, my name is Brian Craig. Brian Craig, God bless you. God bless you. Um, God is going to do, God is doing a great work in your life, and he's going to do so much more. I just see even for you, I see a lot of children around you. I don't know what that's out, about right now, but I'm seeing you with a lot of children, and I'm seeing um, music. I'm hearing a lot of music around you. So that is going to be something that God is going to use you in also, like maybe in the area of music, like writing and teaching young ones um, something with music. But, you know, just trust God with it. I'm just like children and you as a teacher to them. God, that is great. That's a great testimony and, you know, it's an awesome one. And look how God has brought you through. And and so many of the believers, the saints, need to hear that. You know, um, I thank you for calling in and sharing that. God bless you. you. Before yeah, you let me go, let you know that. Hello? Yes? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Before, uh, before you let me go, I want to tell you that I am a teacher. Oh, okay. To God be the glory. I am a teacher. So thank you. Let you know that. <laughs> Yeah, and I because I see children. I I I'm just seeing this music you teaching, and this music and and children. I don't know, you know. I I don't know you, but I just heard the Holy Spirit tell you He's going to use you in a great and mighty way. You know, so continue with that. There's something God is going to do with you with the music that's going to really bring you to the forefront. So to God be the glory. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for taking my call. God bless you. Wow, thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have any more um, on the line that would like to share their testimony at this time? 
if you if you want to share your testimony, you can call in, and the number is uh, 347-945-7871. So if you have a testimony you want to share, please call in and begin to share your testimony, you know, because it's for the edification of the saints. It's to help us. It's to help build our faith even more. I mean, we have faith in God. It helps to strengthen our faith, faith, increase our faith, and help others to come to know that we serve a living God. Jesus Christ is Lord over our life, and he is living and he's in, and reigning on the throne. And so when you begin to share your testimonies, it just helps edify each other. So um, don't you agree, Michael? I mean, this helps edify one another when you can share the success. Of, of where you've been and what God has brought you through. I see another caller on the line. I'm going to open up the line. Um, if you want to share your testimony, um, I see an 832 number on the line. Hello? God bless you. Hello. God bless you, uh, Prophetess Carmen. Yes, God bless you. Who was on the line? How what is your name? How are you? My name, good. My name is... Uh, uh, Brother Dave Jones. I'm from Houston, Texas. Oh, God bless you. How are you? Praise be to God. Would you like to share your testimony tonight? Yes, ma'am, I would. Uh, I'd like to share that uh, um, uh, about like, well, this has been about like a couple of months, uh, or actually three and a half months ago, Hallelujah. someone, uh, someone uh, blessed me uh, with a uh, uh, with uh, to, to pay my tuition for college. Praise be to and, God. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I, you know, I did not know uh, uh, the person's name or anything like that. Uh, someone, uh, I, I don't know, it was, I don't know if it was the financial aid uh, office or the uh, someone in financial aid, or I don't know who was, was this person, but um, w- well, um, w- one day uh, it was uh, in. Uh, in uh, January, and uh, I was looking to start to find uh, if, if my financial aid was ready for college, and uh, and uh, I, I found out uh, through my email that I was awarded uh, 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 $350 with the financial aid. Wow. And... Uh, and uh, I, and I was I was telling the financial aid uh, uh, lady, well, who who awards uh, this this money? And she said it wasn't financial aid; it was through a person. And it, it, it was it was not it was not through financial aid. It was someone gave uh, three hundred fifty dollars in cash uh, for for your tuition. And I, and I told the lady, do you know who the person was that that did this? And they they just said no. They 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 didn't want to reveal their name. Anonymous. So, Glory. so I just yes. And, uh, I, awesome. I just praise God for, for that uh, testimony. Wow, that is a testimony. You know, because he he like they say, he's always on time. He's oh God is always on time and we you know, we don't know how God is gonna move or work through our life, but when he shows up, he's always right on time. Hallelujah to God be the glory. My brother, what is, yeah. that's an excellent testimony because you never found out that you never found out who gave it, but it was what I you never, 
No, I never found out who who gave who gave it. I, it was uh, I, I just never found out. <laughs> but but I, I was just uh, rejoicing and and shouting, you know, to to God be the glory. Uh, Man, for, the, for the miracle. And uh, and I just you know you know I just have this come I just thank God uh, for, uh, for for miracles. Because there, I know in my heart that there is a God, and I yeah. know in my heart there is a miracle-working God. And I know in my heart that, you know, I am a businessman, and uh, I just believe God has set me up to uh, own my own business today. Amen. 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 And God is working out. God is working out each and every situation. I thank you, um, my brother David. For calling in, Dave. Dave. I thank you for calling in, and I just see um, some blueprints. I don't know what that's about. Just work with it. Something dealing with architecture. Um, something with some blueprints that you're going to be dealing with and looking at in the near future. You're not already looking at it because I see God is going to give you a piece of property that you're going to develop on. So to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Thank you for calling in with your testimony. Thank you for calling up your testimony and continue to stay in the word of God because I'm, I'm hearing God say also, continue, you know, begin to read the word of God and you need to get yourself a journal. If you don't have one, you need to get one and start journaling in it because God is going to be um, speaking to you um, quite often in the next season and you want to write it down and it's going to even be a greater testimony for you. Thus say of the Lord. Yes, I know, I know, yes, I know that he, he, he is a... Uh... Uh, 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 going to be able to bless me, uh, in, in, you know, uh, as I continue to uh, be close to God and, and stay close to God and, and continue to be in a relationship with Him. And I thank yes. you very much for for uh, for uh, uh, saying that I needed a journal because I, I know in my heart, heart and hearts that I that I need a journal and that yes. I, I'm going to be able to uh, write in that journal and. Uh, and write my deepest thoughts, uh, and uh, the Lord will follow me with it. Yes. The glory. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Love you. God bless you. God bless Thank you. you. Okay, God bless you, and continue moving in the Word of God. Michael, <clears throat> are you still on the line? Yes, I am. Yeah, is, is, God is an awesome God. To God yes. be the glory. Wow. I wanted to say to to Brother Dave, I don't know if he's still listening or not, but expect many more miracles. And uh, the most important thing is don't get in the habit of questioning the miracles or or things that happen. Uh, Spend that time rejoicing. Yes, yes. Just saying hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory. It's so true. That is true. Like, we we can't ask how. Like, when God is going to bless us, even when we get a prophetic word, you know, and even when we, you know, get a word directly from prayer, you know, we can't question it. We we just got to know that God is going to bring it through. We the, the last thing you want to do is ask how, because exactly. we might as well sit from the book, from the beginning of the book, from Genesis, and say, God, how did you do this? I mean, come on, and, and come on, because we and even if he even if he tried to explain it to us, we still wouldn't be able to comprehend it. So you know, what? don't ask how. Because our God is an awesome God, a supernatural God. His ways are not always 
books are not our thoughts. I mean, there's so much higher. And we, even if we sat down and studied for years, we, for years there's been scholars trying to figure out how, yeah. <laughs> how it's done, you know? And that's what I was going to interject, Dr. Carmen. I was going to say his understanding is not our understanding. So if you keep that in mind, which I always do, uh, you'll find it a lot easier. And you'll also find it easier to expect the blessings because, after all, God does want to bless you. So if you expect it, you're opening the gate. If you, you question it, you're, you're stagnating yourself. That is so true. Because how seems to be like, so, although we don't realize it, how really is saying a little bit of doubt, right? Because exactly. when you say how, you, you, you're kind of doubting, and, and you, we're not to doubt his word at all just to believe it. So how it has to be removed totally out of the vocabulary when it comes to God, you know, because who are we? we? How do we even, you know, like when you say I'm breathing right now and, and, and I don't even see what's keeping me alive. Come on. Now we're going to sit and just figure that one out? We right. can't. When you wake you know? up, you expect to open your eyes. You expect to be able to see. You expect to breathe. You expect yeah. to eat, and all blessings are just that way. He wants to do these things for you. His job is to love you as you should love yourself. Right. And so as, as, as believers, then relationships with people are so important. Like we can't go around just saying, I'm saved, I believe in Jesus, and not share our faith. Because part of a believer's walk, part of what we're called to do is share our faith to feed the sheep, you know, and we're all ministers. Once we come to Christ, not you don't have to always be behind a pulpit to, to feel that you're a minister. You're a minister as soon as you wake up. You're ministering, and, and, and God is ministering. You know, when you go to sleep, when you walk out the door, you know, the moment, the moment you come in contact with another person, that's ministry. And it's not always, you know, you praise the Lord, of course, but it's, you, you know, they learn from your example from your lifestyle, how they exactly. watch you, you know. You don't have to always go around with a sign saying, I'm saved or a t-shirt, you know, um, saying, what would Jesus do? Because Christ in you, the hope of glory, should be enough to resonate that they would say to you, who is the God you serve? Because you are walking around representing the Christ, you know, so they're going to want to know more of who you are in Christ because you're representing, you're being in the sense of will, you know. Um, May I interject something here real quick? Yes. You know, it is it is much easier to change somebody's opinion about you without saying a word through the course of your actions than it is for you to talk about it and never show any, any action. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. You know, and, and I've, I've gotten it plenty of times, and I'm sure everyone on the call has gotten it from other people, like, there's something different about you. You know, like, they'll, they'll, they'll ask that because, because we are different. We're not of this world. You know, um, we, 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 we're not conformed to this world. So that's what makes us different. You know, and that's what makes us Christ-like. I mean, when we start, when we start blending in with the world, and no one is not seeing anything in us that is any different from the next person, you know. That that you know, if you if you become so familiar with this world, then then you need to, you know, go back to scripture, right? I believe because then that means you are just conforming to the world, 
And so we have to be mindful of that. That's why it's good to read the scriptures daily, you know, stay in prayer and consecration unto God, you know, have a relationship with God, you know, and constantly speak his faith, you know, and represent him. So if are there any other callers on the line that would like to share their testimony? Um, I see another call on the line. Would you like to share your testimony at this time? To God be the glory. Would you like to share your testimony? Okay. All right. In time, I know sometimes some it takes a while for some to want to share, but when, when they do call in to share, you know, everything in God's time, everything in God's time. Remember, your testimony really is your ministry. You know, it really, because that is what's going to bring people closer to Christ, how you represent. Sometimes, like, like you said, even sometimes it's just being quiet, you know, and just watching a person go through a particular season and process. It really lets you know that God is real in their life because of how they handled a situation. And then sometimes it is sharing your faith, going up to a person, and just doing something as simple as just saying, hi, how are you? Is there anything that I can do to help you? You know, like, and just be genuine about it. You know, right. don't be a hireling. Be someone that is genuine in the love and the truth of who Christ is in you. And I, I want to read a couple of scriptures on the importance of fellowship. And one is in First Corinthians um, 1, verse 9. It, it says, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then also, it's another one, um, John 14, verse 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. So remember, it's important, even in everything we do, we do it in love. We do it in love, and we must know the intent when we do things. We must, the intent must be totally just to be representative of the Christ and doing it in love. No other ulterior motives involved to help, to love one another, love thy neighbor as thyself. And then right. everything that transpires around that, well, to God be the glory in it all, you know. But, you know, that's why we have to watch our intent. When we, when we speak with people, we're interacting with one another, you know, we have to renew our minds daily and remember we're representing the Christ, you know, and um, that, that is very good. And also John 15, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And, and that, 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 that's great, because that's great to know. That is John 15, that was verse 4, 5, and 7. Because if you, abide, if you abide in Christ and you're in his will, then you shall ask what you will. Well, you know what you will will be in the will of God. It will be according to his will, and you shall have it. So sometimes when we're not abiding in him and we're asking God for certain things and we're not getting them, then we need to, you know, check our intent. Are we in the will of God when we're asking 
for these things. And as long as we're lining up with the word of God and the will of God, then we'll just be patient and know that God will bring it to pass. So it's important that we're lined up with the word of God in his will. So because he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And you can only ask what ye will if you're abiding in Christ, you know, and then it shall be done unto you. So that's important to know and to move forward. To God be the glory. I thank um everyone on the call. I see a couple of people in the chat room, and I just want to thank all the people in the chat room. I, I see the Dave Jones. Thank you for calling in, and peace. thank you, Peas in the Pod. I see you there. And Brother Watts, B. Watts, um, thank you in the chat room for calling in. If you want to share your testimony, you can actually enter it in on in the chat room, you know, and I can share it um, if you don't have access to a phone. And if not, you know, you can call in. The number to call in is 347-945-7871. And you can begin to share the, share your testimonies. God is really good. God is great. And, and Michael, um, that is awesome, the testimony that you gave us. You know, it's interesting how God uses each and every one of us in his own unique way. That's why we're not to compare ourselves with others. That's why we're not to covet. That's why we're not to, you know, be judgmental, you know, because God is moving through each and every one of us in a unique way, and he has a purpose and a plan for each of us, you know, and it's just for us to just begin to yield to him and accept the calling because many are called, few are chosen. Accept the calling, and then even through that you can become the chosen, you know, but even in accepting the call, and you have to accept who you are in Christ, you have to begin to love yourself, you know, because that is so important, what we just discussed, loving yourself and loving yeah. your neighbor as yourself, you know, and just being thankful, giving thanks, not wanting anything, but constantly be in a position of thanks for where you're at, you know, where you're at and where you're going, you know, but being thankful for the present because some use that as a cliche, the present is actually a present from God, you know, so be thankful in the present and utilize the moment to be, be the best that you could be in Christ for your neighbor, for someone sitting beside you, for someone, you know, like after we get off the call, you can call someone and you can talk with them and just share your heart with them. Or you can maybe go visit someone that might not um, be able to get out. There's so many ways we can do it. I don't have to tell you because as Christians, you know there's different ways of sharing your, of being who Christ has called you to be and doing it in love and, like, not as a hireling looking always for something in return. You just, just do it because you're called to do that because if you're loving your neighbor as yourself, you'd want someone sometimes do it for you, you know. So I think that's really important. Now, getting back to relationships, Michael, um, with other believers, you know, and not even just other believers, but people that are not Christians, um, you said sometimes it's just good to be silent, which I, I completely agree. Sometimes it's good to be silent, um, and people will learn from your example. Exactly. Well, we don't always have to speak on, you know, what it is we may feel and and what it is we think that we see because sometimes, like I said, we can be deceived by our own perception. So 
uh, I always like to say I don't have, uh, I don't meet too many uh, strangers. Most of the time when I meet people and talk to people, it's uh, out of the utmost respect, and I, you know, give God the the glory uh, simply because that's the way that I've uh, choose to carry myself. And, you know, despite what anyone says or may think, you know, I know it's the right thing for me, and I really couldn't do it any other way because God has that type of hold on my life. They say if you dress uh, for success every day, chances are you will be successful. So, and I generally yeah. try to live by that. That's that's okay. that's. And another thing I like to say is, you can write your future and change history, but you can't live your history and expect a different future because you're repeating the same thing over and over again. So don't be afraid to to live outside of the box, so to speak. Don't be afraid to do something different because a lot of times people will ridicule you for something that they don't understand. And the key thing there is lean not into your own understanding, but God's for his understanding is greater than ours in which we covered earlier. Interesting. That's true. That, but, and the thing about it is, no, your future begins now. What you're thinking about now, what you're journaling now, what you're planning now, what's on your mind now will determine your future because there's always the thought first before the effects of it. So that, that is true. That's why God says even meditate on my word daily, you know, and, and right. then from precept by precept, line by line, here a little, there a little, you know, and so through that, the process of Christ forming in us continues to begin to grow and more and more. And even through that, that word, which, is a, which becomes a principle in our life, you know, it's important that we watch what we behold every day. What are we beholding? What are we, what are we thinking? What, what are we um, being around? You know, what are we planning? Right. You know, because what we plan now, you know, one great man of God said, uh, what you plan today determines what you'll be, um, become in the next five years, like the fullness of it in five years. So it's yeah. important that what we're doing right now, we're doing it because, of course, we're doing it in the will of God because unless God builds a house, a man builds it in vain. So that's number one. And then number two, got to be mindful of it. Where do we want to be in five years? In relationships, in careers, you know? just in right standing, you know, with God and ministry, you know, where do we want to be? So it's important that we are developing this right now, you know, because this present is a gift, is an opportunity to live again the life that, you know, God has called us to life. So the present is a present. And I just want to read quick and we'll get back to the relationship again. Isaiah, I love reading the word of God. And Isaiah 43, verse 1 through 3, it says, Thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to 
the name, hallelujah. That's what testimonies are even built upon. I mean, just that's in Isaiah 43, verse 1 through 3. I mean, that's right there letting you know God is in it. God is going to bring you through it, you know, and, and, and God is there in the midst. To God be the glory. I just wanted to share that, you know, because the Holy Spirit led me to, to share that right now with you. So when you have these testimonies, when you're going through different things, read Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. Just read it, you know, because it's letting you know that when you go through, that God is right there with you. He will bring you through it. You just got to believe. You won't get scorched. You trust him in the Lord. You're holding his hand, you know, and I, I thank, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you um, for that word even now for all the people that called in and gave testimonies, you know, for everyone that will be listening to this later on, for everyone in the chat room, you know, um, for my guest speaker on the line, I thank you for that scripture because that scripture is going to, you know, because every level we go to, there will be more test. And that scripture is going to minister to each and every one of us, you know, as we um, read it and we go through um, Isaiah 43, verse 1 through 3. So, Michael, yes, um, and back to um, what you were talking about. Um, yeah, I just um, want to say expect the test because that is definitely going to strengthen you and help you grow. And it also ties into, uh, you know, you and your relationship, personal relationships, um, you, you don't go into anything. It's, it's just as you would, uh, as in, in applying for a job, you you seek out a certain position, certain things you want to do uh, for survival, yeah. and a relationship should be keyed in and looked at as a form of survival. After all, God did create man and woman. And if for a purpose, a divine purpose, your purpose, uh, you're present. So without getting too sidetracked in that and explaining what I'm what I'm actually saying, I'm gonna go into uh you knowing and understanding the importance of uh relationships. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, that that is. That's from the beginning. From the beginning, um, God saw that it was it wasn't good for man to be alone. So that alone lets you know that God wants relationships, and relationships we know edifies one another. It helps build up our faith in in Christ. You know, and we we we're able to rejoice together because even God said, "We're two or three are gathered together, there I am in the midst." So even exactly. in that relationships, we're able to you know access God. You know from a different realm, you know, because he's in the midst rejoicing. You know, he's actually dancing. You know, the Holy Spirit is moving, and, and it's like it's the, that's the real party. That's the real party. You know, when two or three are gathered together, that's where God is. He's rejoicing, and he's pleased. He's pleased that each and every one of us, you know, so it's good for us to fellowship. It's good for us to share our testimonies. It's good for you to just express who you are in Christ and relate to other people. And never be so high-minded to think that, you know, you can't share. Don't be low-minded to feel that you can't share, you know, because we're all part of the body of Christ. Jesus Christ is the greatest intercessor. He's the great intercessor. He's the head of the body of Christ. He's the one, 
you know, and he if he calls us unto him, because we couldn't have come to him unless he called us anyway, then that makes us all part of the same family. So with that, we all have to begin to share of ourselves and our testimonies. And um, thank everyone again. Yes? Hello? Hello? Is there a caller on the line? I see another caller on the line right now. Um, Do you want to share your testimony at this time? Hello? Okay. Uh, Michael, do you want to proceed with what you were saying in terms of relationship and God? Yes, I was going to say you can't do anything alone. No uh, creature on this earth was was created to be alone. So uh, the strength comes, and like you said, in numbers of two or more. You can do some great things by yourself, but it's going to be even greater with the uh, even criticism of another person to help you see where you may have made a mistake or where you can perfect something. You have to be... Uh, mindful of constructive criticism. Yes. So, and the, oh, yes. Yeah. So in, in light of that, we have to think, like I said, to love ourselves first, love ourselves enough to love someone else. And that's true. And, and most of all, yes, the most important relationship of all is the relationship we have with Christ. Our relationship with God is a covenant relationship through Christ. And, and so it's important to even have access. You know, like we have access to God through Christ. You know, so that is the most important relationship. He's the author and the finisher, the perfecter. He's the source, the guide. And he's all in all, he's our entire salvation, you know, he's the, he, and he's the salvation process. So that's the most important relationship. So, you know, it tends to make me think a lot of times when, when people have issues with relationships, then I think, um, to God be the glory, then the first relationship we need to have is the relationship with Christ, because then Christ will bless all the other relationships around us. He'll place us around the right people, make the right connections, and we'll have better relationships. But we have to have a relationship with Christ first, you know, and, and, and that is important. When you have that relationship with Christ, then relationships around you will be a lot smoother because, as we know, it's not how things happen to us, but how we react to it that determines the outcome. And so our reactions to an outcome will determine whether we can sustain a relationship or not, you know. And with Christ in us, he gives us that ability because of the fruits of the Spirit, you know, love, you know, patience, long-suffering, meekness, kindness. You know, all these things will allow us to develop better relationships when we act with the fruits of the Spirit that Christ has given us through Galatians uh, 5 um, that I talked about in another show. So it is so important, you know, that we have the fruit of the Spirit. And it's a process because, you know, some of us, you know, we're still developing patience, you know, but it's, it's each day, each day, God, if we put God first, he's going to yield unto us how we can operate in these gifts, the fruit of the Spirit, and then it will become just natural for us to move in that. 
you know, and to God be the glory. I thank everyone again on the call. I thank you, my brother Michael Richmond, and everyone that's called in. I see God is going to use everyone, you know, to glorify his name. Um, I'm just I'm just seeing 2008 um, is going to be a really successful, focused year with things that people weren't able to do in the years past for whatever reason. Um, it's, it's just going to happen quickly. It's just going to happen quickly. You know, um, just just things are going to just, just move in it. Like we're in a point that no procrastination. This is not a year. This is going to be no procrastination. For everyone under the sound of my voice, there's no more procrastination. This, you're going to move in it. You're going to hear it, and you're going to move in it. You're going to move in wisdom. No, you're not going to just jump in it, but you're going to move wisely in it, and you, it's going to produce. It's going to bring forth fruit. You know, you're going to be fruitful in 2008, you know, and to God be the glory. There's much fruitfulness. And I thank everyone on the call again. I thank you, um, Michael, for calling in. We actually have um, another 10 minutes. If anyone wants to call in with their testimony um, or share it, uh, you know, I'm willing to take, you know, as many testimonies uh, right now, if anyone else wants to call in and share it, we can, you know, to God be the glory. You know, let us always recognize and rejoice, you know, let us always, you know, recognize and rejoice in the goodness of God. Every day there's a testimony. Every day you wake up, there's a testimony, you know, just just waking up, being able to share, just just knowing that the sun rose again in the sky and the moon and at night, you know, that's God's testimony, just letting us be saved, letting us have a relationship through Jesus Christ is a testimony. The blood covenant is a testimony. You know, just God being God is a testimony. Just our faith is a testimony. You know, where he's brought us from is a testimony, and where we're at today is a testimony. And us being tomorrow Looking forward to tomorrow for some of us is a testimony because there might have been times when people would have said that they couldn't see themselves looking forward to a tomorrow. The present is a testimony. You know, there, there's so many ways we can share our testimony and begin to move in the goodness and the grace of God because God is on the phone and he's a great and powerful and awesome God. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name. And I love you, and I thank you, Father God. I love you, and I give you all the praise and glory, for you alone are worthy. You alone are the Lord, the truth, the light, and the way, Father God. And I thank you even in this hour for your, your servants being obedient, Father God, coming on the line, sharing their testimonies, Father God. You know each and every one of our hearts, Father God. You know each and every one of our needs, Father God. Bring it forth, Father God. Align us according to your will and bring it forth, Father God. Bring your desires forth, Father God. Not our desires, but your desires for each and every one of us, Father God. And we will continue to give you all honor, praise, and glory and rejoice in your name, Father God, for this moment, this hour, and days to come and years and years to come, Father God, and our children and our children's children and our and our families, Father, and everyone that we touch, may they be blessed by our light, Father God. May we be delivered to each and everybody that comes along our path, Father God, that they know that Jesus is Lord and God, you are on the throne through the Holy Spirit moving through each and every one of us, Father God. We thank you. We praise you. 
We adore you. We magnify. We exalt you. We lift your name up, Father God. It's not our will, but your will, Father God. We thank you for lining us up to your will so that our will and our desires will be met through being in your will. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. And remember, I think it's important, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for journaling, for journaling. I think that's important. And and someone's in the chat room, and I don't know who they are, but God is even strengthening their their legs, um, something with the left side of their legs. I don't know who you are, but God is giving you a new strength in your body. Um, to do the things that you need to do. And so just move in that and trust God in it, you know, and build those relationships. Continue to build. This is it's a new beginning this year. So don't look at the past. Now, we're moving forward from here. The relationships that we're going to build from henceforth are going to be divine relationships. We're in an hour of divine relationships. And so that's why you, you know it's not going to even sit with you well if when you come with someone like Jesus said, when you go into the household and they don't receive you, you dust, you know, you dust, um, you, you dust your feet and you move out of there. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. You know, because you come to bring peace, and you're going to have a peace in everyone that you encounter. You're going to because you're going to be the light. You're going to go confidently and be the light of who God has called you to be, even in this year, this hour. I'm just seeing that. This is a year of new beginnings in every area of your life and even in your mind, in your mind, your mindset and your perception is a new beginning. It's like a paradigm shift. I believe even, uh, Michael, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. I believe we're, were we talking about how over the past 10 years, what took 10 years for some to accomplish is going to only take a year. Was that you I was talking to about that? We were talking about that? But no, anyway, but I can agree with that. Yeah, well, that's what's going on, and that's what I'm hearing. And it's, 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 what, what, what took 10 years for some people to acquire, it's going to take just take one, year. one year. And that's why things are um, happening the way they're happening, and people are like, trying to grasp like you're grasping for straws and everything. You're trying to just get a hold of something, grounding, actually, because everything is speeding up, you know. Things are speeding right. up and coming to fruition in Christ, you know. And so the things that you've been looking for and praying for and seeking for, you know, God is going to speed it up. And before you know it, you're going to be doing the things that you dreamed of doing. So that's why it's important to get a journal even and begin to write down because, you know, God is calling for your testimonies now, you know, because when, when he blesses you, you know, he wants to know that you'll be able to rejoice in it, you know. Okay. So if you rejoice now in, in, in the small things or even the big things right now, then then only God knows. His, you know, we can't even fathom the blessings that God is going to bring forth that's going to even be more testimonies, more testimonies. But you know, it's strange that you say that because I was going to say I'm the type of person that, celebrates when it rains because I know that that's bringing forth life. Hallelujah. That is all things necessary. And even after that, even if it's a storm, you know the sun is going to shine the next day. And that's the beauty of of God's works. So celebrate even in in the worst of times as well. Look at it as a a solemn rain, which is necessary. Sometimes uh, trouble comes for uh, 
for us to cleanse ourselves and, and to open our eyes to see, you know, to go in a different direction. And I would say in this year, this hour, to uh, look for a different path, to look for new paths to, to open up that haven't been opened up. New doors. Look for new doors. New doors are yeah. opening. You know, it's like you just have to lift up your eyes and see it. Doors are opening up, and the, and the things that God has spoken over your, your life, you know, that you know in your heart that's been confirmed through the prophets and confirmed through prayer and just meditating on his word and being in his presence, these things are taking place even right now. Even areas of healing, um, you know, even areas of healing, even, you know, because someone's mother, God is healing, you know, and I'm just seeing that, that God is moving in this hour, you know. So this is, it is a new beginning. It's a new mindset coming forth. We're to renew our minds daily. And so this is, this year is the year to make things begin to happen, make things happen. Things are happening. Like, as a matter of fact, it was like begin to happening. Things are happening right now on your behalf. Exactly. So begin to share your testimony because, I mean, if you can be thankful in the little, then God can trust you with so much more, you know. So begin to be thankful for it. Everyone has a testimony. That is your ministry. Your testimony is part of your ministry. It's part of your faith. It's part of your walk. It's part of the foundation in Christ. That's how he whispers to you. That's how he speaks to you. That's how he lets you know he loves you. That's his hug. That's saying, I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm bringing you through, you know, your testimony. So begin to share it. Um, continue sharing it. I mean, find some. You might have some of all. You know, you probably have one tomorrow. You know, begin to write those down in your journal as well as you can. And watch God work in it. You know, thank you again. You know, and if there's anyone that want to call in right now, the number is 347-945-7871. And, you know, share your testimony. Because this is not me. I, I want to hear your testimony. I am thankful that you have one. But this is the Holy Spirit asking for your testimony. You know, God just using me as a vessel um, and, and to God be the glory in it all. But God wants your testimony. He wants it on, He wants people to hear of the goodness and the grace and the mercy and the love and the power of who he is in your life. So he wants your testimonies, and he wants you to begin to speak it because the power is in the tongue. And when you begin to speak of the goodness of God and share his love and the testimony where he's brought you through, then God can entrust you with other things and, and so much more, you know. So begin to call in, begin to share your testimony. Um, the number again is 347-945-7871, you know, and watch how God is going to move through you and in your life, you know. Share your testimonies because this year is a good year. This is a great year. Every day is a good day in Christ, but God is actually bringing forth a lot of things for his saints and his believers and even his seekers, those he can entrust with his word. Um, he's bringing it forth to them in this hour. So to God be the glory. Again, I thank you, Michael, for calling in. Um, Michael, you're a businessman, and, and God is, is going to – it's like God is placing the business – there's so many business, businesses in you 
but God is placing a business in you that you seem to, I don't know, and, I, you know, this this got to be the Holy Spirit, because we might have not shared it, but you've rejected it, but he's, he's putting it back in you. It's some business in terms of um, retail, and, and God, there's something in that with um, character and the way men um, dress and carry themselves. And, 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 and he's putting that in you because you're going to be a mentor to so many men um, of how to dress themselves, how to carry themselves, like what to wear. Um, it's almost like an etiquette. I don't even, you know, it's some, I'm getting something in terms of like a, a, a book of etiquette for men, for men of God, a book of something with, um, a, with a book, but it's a business because it's not, it's, it, either the business is going to come through the book or the book is going to be sold in the business because they're both going to go hand in hand, you know, and, and it's going to be helpful for men of God. And, and you're going to have the secular world as well you know, coming in and wanting to, to know um, just how to carry themselves, how to dress, how to, um, and, and you need to put it in a book. You're going to have to put it in a book, stuff so with the Lord. Um, I don't know if you rejected any of that before, if you heard it before, if anybody told you anything like that before. But God is going to, you know, he's fine-tuning you, like um, he's tweaking you and he's prepping you. And matter of fact, he just, he's not even prepping you because you already know this. You already know some of these things. It's just like you kind of put it to the side and said, yeah, well, that's kind of light stuff, or I don't know if I would want to go do that. But but he's put a character in you that men um, need to learn how to develop. And so he's, he's going to use Well, let me, let me just interject. Yes, it has been uh, told to me on, on different occasions, but, you know, it, it's a lifestyle for me. And I always like to... In fact, I challenge people to uh, just look around and compare themselves to other people. You have different categories. You have men, you have boys, you have um, those that have been in and out of the system. And, you know, everything takes place for a reason. Uh, You have to challenge yourself in terms of speaking, would you want to be recognized as as a kid or be doing the same things a kid would be doing at the age of 40 or the age of 30, the age of 20. You know, you have to evolve and grow into uh, different areas. And as I can say, society overall, you know, people do things for uh, the sake of what somebody else may think about them, and that is the biggest mistake one can make in the world as far as I'm concerned because a lot of people are confused and they get caught up in different things and it goes on in terms of what you were saying earlier as far as uh, 10 years to to uh, accomplish something before that may take one year now. There's a lot of people who have taken claim and state claim on things that belong to uh, God's people and he's going to give it back to you and all your pain and suffering has been to strengthen you and make you aware so you'll be able to handle its gifts when they come because those that have uh, wrongfully taken their their place in the lavish lifestyles that you as God's people should be living will have to give it up. It will be returned to you because it was done unjustly. So yeah. I would say to all expect that, but 
you know, make it a way of life to, like I said, challenge yourself and compare yourself to how you would want to be perceived as a person. And if you're living uh, the correct life, walking the walk with God as you should, it should be no problem. Amen. Amen. And and we're going to end that with this prayer uh, for realization, and it is in Ephesians 3. Um, we're going to go to Ephesians 3, verse 14. Um, and I thank you, uh, Michael, so much for sharing your testimony and being on the call. And, and God bless you. I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the glory. I thank you, you so much for having me. And I love everyone on the call and in the chat room. And I thank you so much for, for calling in, chatting in. And we're going to just end with Ephesians 3, verse 9, Ephesians 3, verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that walketh in us, Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Amen. And God bless you all. I thank you for being on the call again. Remember, I love you. And most of all, Jesus Christ is the greatest love of all. God bless.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.